So I was going to get you here. I was going to have us eating pancakes. On Pancake Tuesday. On Pancake Tuesday. Oh, I, ask me what's my favourite day of the year. As in like... Christmas. No, it's not. I'm the Grinch. I'm a Grinch. Um, Boston made you feel every year. <laughs> Tired, mate. <laughs> um, anyway. Up and about. Not that I'm for like made up bullshit, which I'm not at all, but... You love made up pancakes. I love pancakes. Pancakes is shit. And I asked you before today, because I was going to have us right this right this second, we would have been cutting into pancakes for our little opening thing now. It is not that good. Where do you, what what pancakes have you had that aren't that a good? Lot. Have I you had pancakes. like, okay, so you might like cringe or whatever, but have you had pancake pile of pancakes? Yeah, they're no good. They're the fucking pears. Do you know what people like about pancakes? The fucking maple syrup on top. <laughs> that's where the good bit is. Well, you make pancakes, everyone has lemon and sugar or ice cream. Like, no one enjoys the pancake part of pancakes. Pancakes are so overrated. But there's many foods like that. You have a bowl of pasta without the sauce? No one says they like pasta. Well, I mean, people do say that. (laughs) But, like, it's the 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 flavor. People prefer pesto than they do fucking spaghetti or penne. As in, what? Pesto what? No, I'm talking, what? Yeah. Pesto, like, they like the sauce of pasta. It's funny that you went straight to pesto instead of red sauce. <laughs> pesto is fucking beautiful, mate. Yeah, but red sauce is bread and butter. Is um is the textbook but of pasta. It's pasta is a vehicle to deliver flavouring. Yeah, and pancakes are the same thing. It's not a good dessert if that just essentially. I, I do understand. Actually, carries the flavour to you. I do understand. I I'm with you, but at the same time. There's some foods that are just like that, like pasta. Like uh, people, and we we argue a lot, but people, and I don't like saying this, but if I did a poll, is pasta a good food? Everyone's going to say yes. But everyone also knows pasta by itself is just, no one's going to eat that. I know, but same goes with pancakes. So if if you can say yes for pasta, you can say yes for pancakes. I just don't care for them. I don't like like maple syrup that much, golden syrup, whatever you put on it. Butter. So you've had like crepes, pancakes, flapjacks, yep. all them. I prefer crepes. Ah, see, that's that's the first wrong. That I, but like, I don't care for them. Ah, crepes. I prefer if I'm gonna have something sweet, I prefer something good. Like what? Like Choc- just give me a, some chocolate. What's no? But what's a sweet breakfast? Yep, other than cereal. You don't want sweet breakfast. No, but if you do, if you're having a sweet breakfast, I don't have sweet breakfast. <laughs> There's your issue. You don't want. It's not even breakfast. It's fucking dessert. Just Americans eat it for breakfast because oh, they've mate. got so many issues. Anyway, pancakes Their is cereal a top is just sugar. Pancakes is a top five. They're bread is sugar. Pancakes is a top five. Thanks food. to our American viewers, we lo- we love your work, but <laughs> cut the sugar a little bit. <laughs> um, I keep saying pancakes is a top five food. Fuck, it's a top five food. I don't know my official rankings, but steak, pancakes, and peanut butter are all in the top five. How do you five. have your steak done? Um, uh, medium rare How do you have it? Rare I can have rare yeah. I'm rare medium rare yeah, I'm not be. medium rare medium um, I'm medium rare And you know what? You know what? Talking about sa- uh, sauces and foods And things that have to go with them I don't like sauce on my steak no, no. Good steak doesn't need anything That's right And I don't like when people need sauce on their steak Fuck it, the pepper bullshit Yeah Or like a cream sauce Or a mushroom sauce no. I'd rather drink the sauce on the side And then have the Because the steak It's, it's not It's not actually blood well, well salted 
Yes. Very just... well salted. Yeah. Rare, medium rare. It's like or... one of the only things we agree on. Who would have thought? Welcome to the Bronxshire Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan Callanan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jack Lynch. As always, Jack, I complimented you on your jacket before the show. It's not let, bad. Let me throw one out again. I, I might have said it before. Green's my favourite colour. I'm I'm always... It puts you in a predicament, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm so dirty because... Celtics. Our green uniform, is that number one in the league for you? Um, if it, You know what? If it had more like accents, like dark black accents, like around the writing nah. or something like that, maybe. I'm a tradition, traditionalist. But the colour. Like if I had to choose one team because of the colour, it would be the Celtics. But your jerseys could get a tiny bit better. That's where you're wrong. You're wrong, mate. <laughs> Shouldn't ask you your opinion. Anyway, I do love that jacket. I love my two. My favorite color combination is black and green. Um, and wow, that's show it off. Show the, show the. I mean, you already did, but show the. Look at that. All our listeners, head to YouTube, check that out. I have to wear the matching trackies next week. That's it, mate. I love it. I hate that I love it. Anyway, I do hate the Lakers more than I hate the Celtics. So that works. Yeah, a little well, bit. I feel like you should. <laughs> anyway. Um, let me just get the formalities out of the way. If you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button, that notifications bell. You should do the point that YouTubers do. The point? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> click here. Well, you know, you know what? I've got to be uh, is it self-conscious about that because I do the point on the football show. And I, I always do this because it's over there. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's where I'm pointing right now is mm-hmm. where it's going to be. Um, and Aaron over on the football show, he, he mocks me. He goes like this while I'm doing it. Good old ass. Yeah. You'll see him on Friday night. We're all going to a party. Um, a Bronx party. I, I was gonna, official <laughs> work party. I was going to say a Bronx party, but it's it's not a work party. The, the five of us. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you saw Aiden Fackery? Your birthday. Oh, yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Anyway, there will be Bronx parties in the future with all our uh, interns that we don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> what about your full-timers? Anyway, make sure you hit the subscribe button and the notifications bell um, it's <laughs> um, on YouTube and uh, follow, subscribe on the audio apps and give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. JL, mm-hmm. I want to... Because it, it was a while before we spoke last week, yeah. so there's still th- some things that I, I just want to get off my chest. From last week, but okay. we've also got a bit to talk about today, and then we'll get into our segment later on, which is going to be top 10 current point guards, which was a tough one which for Which I us. fucking hate you for. Yeah, of course. Um, anyway, so a bit of last week yep. that I didn't mention, and this sort of goes to you, but it goes to a lot of people. Let me just start off with, everyone should write a public United Nations apology to Daryl Morey, the GOAT. The GOAT of all GMs. The goat of all humans, when you think about it. I, I've been dying. I'm going to print my own T-shirt, but I need someone to Photoshop Daryl Morey's head on like Jesus in like a painting style because that's how I see him. Remember when you and everyone, it wasn't just you, but remember when everyone, you and everyone was like, he's, he's asking too high. He's got to he take... He was asking too high. He, he lucked out. More than anyone you've ever seen. Well, let's let me continue. So he he was asking too high. He's got to take this. He should uh, he should just accept a bag of Doritos and some toenails, right, for Ben Simmons. Right? <laughs> and then I 
I gotta admit, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I said it on the pod, but I was starting to come around. I'm like, we can't waste a season of Joel's problem. <laughs> it was like the most cliche dialogue from a lot of Sixers fans, but MVP was playing so well. Even I started saying we got to trade, but I didn't know what. I still didn't know. I was getting ready to accept we're not gonna do it because the better option was to not do it because I didn't think we we're gonna get much. We're gonna get the toenails, as I said. And the chips. <laughs> and the Doritos. What's your favourite Doritos? Uh, nacho cheese. Not cheese supreme. Yellow. Yeah, yellow. Have you had Mexicana? Yeah, they're good, but they're not around any, They're not around enough to not around warrant enough. being they're, a favourite. It's a rarity. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. When, I, when they're there, I'll, you bet that I'm buying. <laughs> yeah, all right. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, I've got the exact same. I could have said the exact same words cheese about Doritos. Cheese supreme. Too much. I will have them though. I won't. Not, I won't not eat. That's them, right. But I'm not going to buy them. Yeah. No, I will have them. Um, Australian flavors for all our non-Australian people. That cool, cool ranch. Different flavors uh, around stupid. the world. Um, anyway, so <laughs> back to the actual trade: Daryl Morey, Ben Simmons, James Harden. Daryl Morey said the whole time for nine months or whatever it was, we are not trading Ben unless we get a difference maker. We got offered, you know, apparently some Pacers players. We got offered Harrison Barnes and Buddy Heald. Should have taken that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Harrison Barnes would have been great as a Boston fan. Um, Anyway, (laughs) as a Boston fan. I would have loved that. That's a difference maker I wanted to see. Um, When he's shooting six for 39 (laughs) in a a finals. (laughs) And Daryl Morey waited it out. Look, he may have tampered. Let's be real. That's why the Sixers were getting some serious investigations or, you know, people were calling for investigations at least. But he waited it out and sometimes, and a lot of times in the NBA, what's what on average do you reckon a top 12 NBA player of recent years is disgruntled? How how often? I would say it's at least a year and a it's a, it's an 18 months, every, once yeah. every 18 months. Is it not? Every second season, yes. Yeah. So once every 18 months. Someone wants to go, or if they're not wanting to go, they just go in free yeah. agency. And so, you know what? Looking back on it, you know, we're all worrisome. But Daryl Morey played it like a fucking god. And now we have James Harden. And do you want me to keep going about his first two games? Do you realize how lucky you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, not on the 18-month um, pattern of... If- Tell you what, I can't wait. (laughs) I was saying this the other day. If Philly, for example, win, like, if they win a championship, maybe two. And I shouldn't say that. Don't say those words. Clean clean your shorts after this. (laughs) Um, There's going to be like a a 30 for 30. And it's going to backtrack. (laughs) And it's going to keep going. And LeBron beating the Warriors in 2016... (laughs) Led to Kevin Durant making the ultimate bitch move and going to the Warriors. Him receiving no credit for it. He's pissed off. So he runs away to uh, Brooklyn with whoever's going to uh, you know, team up with him. Yeah. The only player that like is out of contract where it works is Kyrie. They get him. Harden's pissed off in Houston because they've got Russell Westbrook. He wants out. He go, I mean, there was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time and, yeah. Houston didn't work. Oh, perfect opportunity of when these two superstars. <laughs> he goes there. Kyrie's anti-vax. <laughs> like, there's so many dominoes that fell to lead to this point that you never would have expected. Yeah. And 
And here we are. Here we are. Every time you've criticised KD for being a bitch and going to the Warriors, look what he's got you. I do. I do talk KD up enough though. So, but anyway, and when we when I inboxed you and I was bragging about this the other day, and I'm sure you're either busy at work or just didn't want to see my messages on the phone. I've got you. I've got you on do not disturb. Yeah, I, I, I know you. Do. <laughs> um, and then anyway, I've blocked your number. <laughs> and then you um, replied. Uh, you know, reluctantly, and you were just saying, didn't you say that Harden is the worst player to watch in the league? Mm. I'm going to come out. I'm not going to go back and watch the old pods if I did say that. I'm going to come out and say Do you reckon that we have a single fan that would be dedicated enough to do so? <laughs> I want one of those fans in the future. If you are one of those fans, let us know in the comments and go find it because I, I, I've always wanted... That's the one type of fan I've wanted. Yeah. The type of fan that is so dedicated... That calls you out on your shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want anyone to realise how much of hypocrites we are. <laughs> I said to JL here in our inbox that, mate, I'll be that guy. I In this scenario, I, I've never been a James Harden hater. I know of James Harden no. haters. Yeah. I've always appreciated... You know, apart from everything, and this is one thing you and I have actually agreed on, a lot of people don't see how strong he is, and mm. that leads to a lot of his, you know, he's crafty, this, that, but a lot of players are crafty, but his strength, I think that's your next level, your look past things with Harden. I've always appreciated Harden's, I've I've slammed him for his playoff performances, and mm-hmm. we're, we're yet to see. I will admit that we're yet to see that. However, James Harden's not the best player in Philly. He's not. Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> He's, a, he's yeah. the third best player. <laughs> Let me just say a statement into the microphone that is so satisfying for me and my um, blood. <laughs> Tobias Harris is our fourth best player. Do you know how good that is? That makes us a great team, but it's like we no longer need him. He's on an expiring as of next year. How quick has that gone? Do you know how lucky you are that Maxi no, as well is outperforming his salary? Because mm. that sort of negates... yeah. Harris. Like if you if you average them out, you're probably paying the right amount for the two of them. You talked about the 30 for 30. I know you might not, not be aware of this because only like sixes diehards are, but the person who another person who will be in the 30 for 30 is Mike Muscala in the bubble. <laughs> Basically, we had this pick swap from ages ago. I can't remember it and James Ennis and <laughs> there was all this with OKC. Is that how you got Maxi? And then Chris Paul went to OKC yeah. in one of their tank years and hold on. Things not going well for that pick for them. Anyway, Chris Paul and Mike Muscala hit the the dagger of whatever game that was in the bubble. It solidified um, OKC as sixth, or what were they sixth or something like that? And then it was a three way tie actually in the in the lottery of the balls or whatever for the draft. And we got the best out of all of them. We got pick twenty or twenty one. We got Maxi. We shouldn't have been anywhere near twenty one. <sighs> Got to hate the NBA. Thank you, Mike Muscala. He used to be a sixer. Um, Always a sixer. Yeah. Oh, oh, just after. Nah, just, just after. after. Um, but anyway, so that's losing so to Boston in the. That's so round much sixer. rambling. Here's your opportunity to say into the camera, "Don't worry, I am sorry." <laughs> can't do it. I can't do it. All right. At least say that pancakes are a top five food. You got a choice. One of those two. I'm not lying to the camera. I'm not lying to the camera. I have, as a part of the media, it's my, (laughs) (laughs) it's on me to report nothing but the truth. Yeah. And to give my honest opinion. Mm. And I can't tell lies. Ah, well, anyway, so Dale Morey, 
I love him so much. I love him so much. It it is so and the whole Colangelo thing with the fucking burners, like another step in his domino. You no, know, like you can't deny it's not just me saying it as a Sixers fan. The Philadelphia 76ers, pretty much since I started following the NBA in 2012, has been maybe the most dramatic team in all of There's sports. Always something going on. You just Fultz, Simmons, Colangelo. Um, what else was there? His colours aren't that big. Find a new slam. Yeah. <laughs> Fultz, Simmons, Colangelo. You know the whole the, and Alton Brand thing. The injuries. Just, um, everything. There's the Okafor. Yeah, Okafor. No one's Noel. Noel. Not that they had. had there's more. There's shit. more that I can't even think of. But it's just been relentless. It's just been unbelievable. The and confetti now, game. The, oh, not the confetti game. Don't say that. Um, and now we're just at this point where we we really, really are. Joel's. If we don't, if I've said this last week, if we don't make it out of the second round again, it's truly Doc's fault now. I'm, I'm, well, sorry, unless unless, unless Hard and, and Embiid blow it. But if they don't blow it, and you can see it's got something to do with like he can't, you know, you know, it's coach's fault when you can't really see it, just in play, you know, no or, you know what I'm saying in individual play, mm. and even in play, sometimes just things like rotations, um, you know, like the tactics might be good, but the rotations are bad, and Doc is Imagine just. Imagine if you guys have a first round exit, <laughs> the NBA world will explode. Oh man. Anyway, I've been rambling way yeah, too long. As, as per, as soon as you mentioned Philly, just... Too long about the Sixers. But anyway, I just wanted to say that Daryl Morey, you are a fucking legend. That was brilliant. He was playing chess and everyone else was playing checkers. He just knew that someone was going to ask out. Move on, mate. Move on. Anyway. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to mention that we didn't get to mention last week. It's over All-Star break. And let's, let's lead this into some Lakers talk. Some brief stuff. But uh, LeBron James... Basically, used the whole of All Star Weekend in his home, I mean, in his hometown, to uh, recruit himself yeah. back onto the Cavs or onto OKC. Yeah. Um, so, for those that missed it, he was basically just praising Sam Presti. He's not going to go to OKC other other than the Bronny James situation. Yeah. Um, did we talk about this last week? No. Someone so. was talking to me about how it's so such a possibility that he might go to OKC. Who the hell was I talking about? I mean, it is possible because they've got so many picks they can just I think it was trade my, up. I think it was my cousin. Shout out Dalton. He was trying to tell me that anyone would take LeBron. And apart from jersey sales and um, money, making money, I don't think anyone would take LeBron if he's still in 2024. As good as he is this year, which he won't be, he'll decline slightly. Mm. But he's averaging 29 points per game at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if he's sitting at 26... Six and six. It'd be fucking stupid not to take him. Hmm. Especially if you get him on a minimum contract. But that's the any thing. Any team though? So like... Any team would take him. Like, There's no situation where he's going to be a net negative. For the... Unless, if he's... If he, you know, his career pans out that way. If he's obviously much older and slower, then... So course, like but, in, in 2024... Mm-hmm. Say just they don't even want to, but just say the the Grizzlies. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. Like, let's, we can't imagine for then. Let's, let's like, plug a team from here to then. Yeah. The Grizzlies of now or the Cavs of now. Young more team. So, more so the Grizzlies. On, you know what I'm saying? On the cusp of playoffs. You know, you Ooh. shouldn't really put an old yeah. dead wood in their way. Not that he'll be dead wood per se, but you know what I'm saying? He's the perfect even, fit for them right now. You shouldn't even put... No, Jar doesn't... Jar shoots, but he doesn't shoot, shoot. You know what I'm saying? But, like, so if, if LeBron's got to this point in his career where he's like, all right, I'm just going to play with my son. I'm 40 fucking whatever I am old. He's going to be he's like 40. Yeah. Um, or 39. And say the year prior, he averages 26, 6, and 6, right? Mm. And then that year, hypothetically, if he played in full, he might average 24, 4, and 4. Just for, you know. Yeah. You could play him at the power forward. Mm. Doesn't need the ball in his hands all that much. And be like, mate, you want to play here? That's fine. Vet minimum. But we're still running this... This machine. I can't think of the perfect scenario. If he's willing to take a minimum contract just to play with his son, I don't think he's going to want to... He's going to be happy at that point. He like... I think that's... He's going to take the minimum, yeah. yeah. I'm even talking the minimum. I just think like for play, I just feel like there's some situations He'd that... He'd fit in any team. And like, if you get... Want him. Imagine like Jar with LeBron in his ear telling him how to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. LeBron breaks down defensive teams like you've never seen before. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Maybe, but I just... I can't think the f- of the perfect scenario, but you know what I'm saying. I just think there's a lot of... He's going back to Cleveland. Well, what? Nah. nah. See, I just can't... I can't imagine one of these up-and-coming teams taking him. But anyway, um, any of this Lakers, LeBron going stuff like to talk about or nah? He's, he's, so his contract they're, is they're done in, at the end of next season. Yeah. They're fucked at the moment. Um, oh, they can't trade anyone in. Did you see they lost to the Pelicans yesterday? Yeah, just oh. And LeBron's still <laughs> playing well. Um, there's nothing they can do. No. They're just stuck. The Lakers aren't going to trade LeBron or AD, but I think Some that people are calling for that. I know, but I think that would be the smartest thing for them to do if they were like, oh, as a yeah. franchise. But for the Lakers, yes, yes, yeah, for the Lakers. But the issue is the Lakers have always have and always. Re- always will rely on players wanting to come to the Lakers. Right. And if you trade away LeBron and AD, I think they know their franchise has been shit for the last little while, since Kobe, before Kobe retired. Yep. They lucked out that LeBron wanted to go there. If they traded LeBron, I think the damage that would do for forcing, even just making free agents second yeah. guess about going there, I don't think it'd be worthwhile for them. Yeah. So they might just have to wait two years and finish... Maybe eighth. I can't wait for them to be. I can't wait for them to be shit mm. again. I'm so excited for it. I hate when they're good. Um, but yeah, there's not much to say. But yeah, AD still out. Ah, uh, for another four to five yeah. weeks. So wage reports. Th- they might not make the playoffs. Yeah. Like even if they get in the playing game, some people are starting to get the rumblings going. Can they even beat someone in a playing game? I still think they could. Like who? Who right now? Like who are those teams? Right. Oh, bro, Jar today. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you see that shot he did at, before halftime? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And the God. dunk he had on, was it Purtle? Yeah. yeah. Have I, you been playing Purtle? Uh, what? You know Wordle that everyone's obsessed with? Yeah. There's Purtle. <laughs> you always know like, and these little the M- things. The NBA equivalent, and you guess a player, and it tells you what division they're like, if they've got the right division. It's very oh, fun. Oh, we should do that. It's Maybe fun. we'll do that for a bit of TikTok. Uh, anyway, Jail's on TikTok. Biggest fan in the world. Um, anyway, so the playing game teams right now. Yeah. 
Minnesota. Could they beat Minnesota? Yeah, yeah they can beat I Minnesota. still think I'd still take LeBron in a playing game. You saw what he did last season. Mm. What, how many did he have? Was it 43 he had in that game? Hit the game winner. Portland aren't going to get in it, and they're shit. Pelicans, we just... Yeah, actually, they could win a playing game. Unless they get the Clippers. Clippers are in there right now. Yeah. Clippers are... Ty Lue is 6-0 and against the Lakers. I still think LeBron would beat... With the Clippers. LeBron himself would beat the Clippers. At this point. In a playing game. This is maybe what I'm talking I reckon he's declined a bit more than you think. I definitely, it definitely has. He, yeah. The numbers are still there, but he can't dominate a game like he mm. used to. Like it's something about him. It's, it's weird because he can still very slowly drive and he can still shoot. But it's... it's and I, <laughs> This is me talking on LeBron level, right? For his standards. But he has dropped. I There's think because he has slowed down a bit and he's still bloody quick. Mm. Um, but because he's not as... His first step's not as good. He's not as powerful with the dribble going in. Defenders don't have to help so far off their man to cover him. Yeah. His teammates aren't getting the open looks. Like his assist numbers are the biggest drop-off so far this year. Mm. And that's because everyone can stay a bit closer. To, like, you know, that, that like one yeah. or two feet closer to their yeah. man, you know? All right, let's get off the Lakers. Um, they're just shit. Um, there is no timetable for Ben Simmons's return to... To the Brooklyn Nets. Let me tell you a little story, JL, that was reported from a reporter. Uh, during the Nets photo shoot <laughs> with Ben go. Simmons, um, the photographer asked him to do a dunk for a photo and he pointed to his back and said, I'm unable to. And the report is there's no table, time timetable. <laughs> is that what he said to Trey Young in game seven last year? <laughs> <laughs> there's no yeah. timetable for his return because of this back soreness, which he did have in Philadelphia. Everyone was aware, so me starting off now, everyone was aware that Harden and Ben weren't coming to play before the All-Star break, Harden mm-hmm. with his fake hamstring and yep. Ben with his Ben with his issues. That's what I'm going to say. Um, because there was a bit of tamp, you know, to avoid tampering looks. You know, if yep. Harden just straight away came and played, what's wrong with, where was the yep. bad hamstring? Everyone thought the same for Ben. Obviously, he's going to ramp it up. He's going to get you back used to it. Is this just... Uh, my theory now is he's trying to avoid March 10 against Philly, which is only nine days away. Probably. He's, he's, he's trying fun, to avoid... fine after that. Oh, just... Don't get me started. You don't like him. This, no. is, this is good because now he's not on my team. You don't like him. He's just the worst. Mm. Like, everything you, about him. Do you believe the back soreness or you think it's like he's avoiding Philly? He's waiting that one more two, fortnight. <laughs> when was the last time he played? <laughs> last season against Treyarch. What injury did he have? Did he have to his back? Oh well, he did have these back stuff. Yeah, and then he played, and he was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, then yeah. he's had nine months of rehab. Yeah, yeah. and he's still injured. Yeah, mm, something seems wrong there. Let me just say though, so if that is not him avoiding Philly, that is huge. That is huge. I I, I feel stupid saying it because it's wrong. He's fine. It's, it's it's him avoiding the Philly game, but if he's actually got an ongoing back thing, which has been going on now for more than a year, it first came about in a Milwaukee game or something like that. I don't know if it was... If he's actually injured, just before Brooklyn's the, fucked. I don't know if it was just before the bubble or something, something but it was uh, it was a Milwaukee game. He mm. went back and he the report was he was throwing up from pain with this back thing, I think. 
Yes, I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. His back was the Milwaukee thing. Anyway, that's huge if it's true. And otherwise, he's just avoiding Philly March 10, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, so that's Ben Simmons. And all I've got left, I guess, is Markel Fultz's return from his ACL injury. I love Markel. <laughs> I know, you do. I man. always, because like, I was so attached to him when he was coming to Boston. Mm. Number one pick, you beauty. And then I'm glad that Danny Ainge backed out and traded him to oh, right. you know, the, the first or third and an extra pick later down the line. Um, but I've just I've always had a soft spot for him. Mm. And I buy the, the injury thing, the um, whatever nerve damage, 100% happened. It wasn't just a case of the yips. Yep. Um, but, you know, he started playing good basketball in Orlando. No pressure, just playing good. Def- like he just worked himself into the games defensively. Yep. And you can still see he reads it well. He just sort of couldn't really do much with it when he tried to score. But always like, making the right passes. Um, and then today, played pretty well. Uh, only saw the highlights, but had a really nice pull-up jump shot. Yep. Uh, a few middies. Um, just moving the ball really well. A few assists there. He's back. He truly, it, even when he was in Philly, it truly was just just the the shooting. Mm. That was the problem. He moves so well on the court. Yeah, there's a reason why he's the number one fit, pick. It's not just about his Washington shooting. highlights. Mm. Like could do everything. Yeah, he's a very like um, I don't know, just very crafty. One of but those. every draft since then. Yeah, he probably would have gone number one again, except Zion. Oh, I don't know about that. As in, like, sorry. You, oh, oh, sorry. You mean, and we didn't know he was going to... Yeah, yeah. As in, oh, like, right, from, right. if he was coming out of college every yeah, year since he, then. Yeah, there's a very good chance, yeah. He uh, was very good in college. I think he'd still go number one. Yeah. Yeah. Cade was very highly touted. Yeah. yeah. And he's been great. Um, But that's it. Was there any other news? Not that I... I you put down I, here that MPJ aiming a March oh, return, but yes. there's nothing to say there. <laughs> I thought you skipped it intentionally because... No, I, I can't believe I missed it. There's not nothing to say, mate. There's nothing to say. He's coming back in March. When did I... Oh, why did I skip that? Anyway, Michael Porter Jr. is aiming for a March return. Yeah. And, apparently, so, and, then, a, and then another report says that um, Jamal Murray. Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are aiming for a playoff return, if not sooner. Mm-hmm. I said it earlier. The Nuggets are a contender if they're all good. I'll believe it when I see it. I just don't think MBJ is... With the history he's had, yeah, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if he's if he does get back by March. He's on heavy minutes restrictions. But Jamal Murray, on the other hand, that matters. MPJ right now, I don't think that, that doesn't move the needle to me. But if they, if they get those two back, mm. Murray and MPJ... For the playoffs, and they're at eighty-five percent yep. in the playoffs, which is going to be what's required, if not ninety, if not a hundred. Are they not? Nuggets making noise, but I don't think MBJ is going to do anything. Not this year. Okay. I don't think it's smart rushing. He's not. Like he's being rushed back. Mm. But to me, it'd be better getting a whole full season off. I don't, I don't reckon he's been rehab. rushed back because you would do that. They, yeah. they wouldn't do that. And the no. Nuggets are smart. But if you come into March, he's going to want to go 110%. Yeah. And I don't think that's good for him. Yeah. We'll see. I, it I depends what... I, mean, I just, the I've, trainers will know more. We've talked about, you know, the, the injuries and all that this stuff this year. With the sort of, um, you know, the parity with the league and the openness, I've said for all this season, if they get them back... Like, you look at the West contenders... 
Jamal, you know, Aaron Gordon, Jokic, and um, MPJ all at a good level. That's a and Will Barden. It's mm. good. That's good one of the best but teams in the NBA. I'm just, I'm skeptical with MPJ at the moment. Mm. I reckon you might be slightly skeptical on Jokic because the MVP is <laughs> trumping him. All right, let's get on to this week's segment. Uh, this week's segment is. Top five, no, top, top ten. ten. I was going to say, wasted so much time then. I won't do this. Um, top ten point, top ten point guards, point guards in the NBA currently. Top why ten. Did, why is that so hard to say? Because I always get mixed up. You know, top me. ten point guards right now. Top ten point guards right now. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, how are we going to do it? One for one, or do you want to say it at the same time? Nah, one, one, one for one. Of course, that's more suspense. All right. Um, number ten, Lamelo Ball. Um, he he's too good. <laughs> yeah, he's too good. He's um, you know, so honorable mention I had was Garland. I think at the end there, a bit of a shy Shay uh, Gildress Alexander. But for me, I know a lot of people rate Shay, but for me, Lamelo is better than Shay, and he's better than Garland at this moment. Garland might keep going up, and Lamelo's going to keep going up. So I've got at number ten Lamelo Ball. I have SGA, mm. and Lamelo was close. He wasn't like eleven for me. Mm. Um, I think in probably twelve months' time he's probably in there. Um, but Gilgis Alexander's year last year was phenomenal, he's, a, and he's great now. Slightly down this year, but like. Three 30-point games in a row, actually. I think moment. if you put him on Charlotte's roster, he's probably producing more than Lamelo is, I think. I don't know. Given the fact that there is no spacing at all mm. on OKC right now. And he's taking about four defenders per game. Yeah. He's still an elite ISO scorer. His three balls not dropping at the moment, but I just he's just gassed at the moment. Um, and I think just in a vacuum, I think he's more talented. Not He probably doesn't have the talent that Lamella does because he's, you know, 20 years old and already mm. an all-star. But he seems a bit more mature. To, than when it comes Lamella. down to this year and this year only, I think SGA is still the better player, especially if they'll both play on the same, you know, the, if you substitute him in and out, I think you prefer SGA. Um, just better score on all three levels. Doesn't pass it as well as Lamello, but still moves the ball more than you need. It's, like, it, it's not like a weakness in his game. Yep. So that's why I'd go him. Mm. All right. My, I'm sure I'll get flamed for that. Uh, my number nine is the best defensive point guard in the league. Marcus Smart. You put him in. Drew Holiday. <laughs> Drew Holiday um, is my number nine. I can't leave him out. He's He does his job. He's shooting like 39% from three. Um, does his job. Does his job on the Bucks. Won a championship. He's the best defensive point guard in the league. He's my number nine. I can't. I'm pissed off. Why? We rushed this too much. Who'd you miss? I put him in my top 10. And then when I actually numbered them, finalized it, I left him out. And I was like, I had SGA as 11. Okay. And then when I recount, I was like, oh, fuck. He must be number 10. So I've missed Drew Holiday. <laughs> we always do this. Wait, what? So I've... I've did them down, yeah. just put them all down randomly. Yeah. I culled them all and I had my top, what I thought was 10, but I actually had a top 11. 
Yeah. And then I've actually ordered them. I've wrote one, two, three. I have as well. And I missed out on Drew Holiday when I ordered them. So he would have been in there. What do you mean you've missed out on him? Where is he not in there? No, I've literally not put him in. Ah, well, do you want to take it back uh, him over uh, Shane? I would. I'd probably put him in my like... Probably put him nine. So it doesn't change much. So in this situation, I'm just going to slot him in at 10 over SGA. Okay. So, okay. Now you go... um, Number... Lucky it was nine. You go That's all right. You go number nine. Uh, Number nine... I wouldn't have expected this guy to make it at all before this season. That's Darius Garland. Whoa. Well, okay. He's been phenomenal. Um, consistency is probably his biggest issue at the moment. Like he's had one. Remember that game? He had eleven assists in a quarter. Yeah. A few weeks ago. Um, scoring really well. Twenty-three and eight for the season so far. Um, but being, he's spearheading the Cavs into the playoffs at the moment. Mm. Um. And I love that. I love this this Cleveland team, um, but he's just controlling everything at the moment. Defensively, he's playing really well. Not a traditional big defender, much like Drew Holiday or anything like that, but good arms, gets in the passing lane. And then on offense, just does everything. He's three balls dropping, which was one of his biggest weaknesses when he came into the league. Yeah. And I know there's been talks about how he fits with Colin Sexton and things like that, but he's missing his running mate. And you can't even notice. Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's course. playing for both of them, and I think that's one of the hardest things to do in the NBA is to not only play better than expected for yourself, but to cover other weaknesses in your team. Mm. So he's picked up the scoring, picked up the passing, and he's leading that team perfectly on offense. So, and you take him over Drew Holiday at this point. At this point, yes. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, it's tricky given the fact that Drew we don't really get to see the best of. Yeah. But I think Drew's in that perfect point of his career where he's a bit older now. I don't think he'd have the legs in it in him to lead an offense. Mm. I think he's perfect playing, you know, like the the CP3 role, the Kyle Lowry role, being the third fiddle and just doing exactly what needs to be done and nothing extra but nothing less either. Yeah. Whereas Garland right now is impressing me more. That's, yeah. that's all it comes down to. Well, talking about CP3, he's my number eight. <laughs> well, hey. And most people might think... Fuck that me, that's is, low. That's very low. That is it? low. Have you seen Phoenix at the moment? I have. What and, the fuck? And it's a lot to do with him. And he makes his team so good. But at the same time, oh. when making this list, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know... Look, I might be fully wrong, but I can't put him above anyone who comes next. There's one guy I'd love to put him above next, but I've been peer pressured. Uh, to, <laughs> you know who it is. I'm sick of getting hated, and I'm going to get hated even for putting him at seven. But anyway. Do you have him at seven? Fuck. Wow, Jesus Christ. When I just think about the point guards in the league, these guys are, right now, they're they can do better things than CP. Even Chris if Paul isn't going to. He does like he does nothing wrong. That's what it is, right? He's so good he though. Does, He's the point god. I know, but he does nothing wrong. Everywhere he, does he goes, they everything's win. so good. Yes, he does everything. He makes you win, and I know that should be the full stop. But at the same time, I reckon there's a height to it. And if the Suns get done again there's in the playoffs, to it. there's a height. 
Oh, there's a, there's, sorry, there's a ceiling to it. And if the Suns get done again this year in, in the playoffs, even if it's in the finals, I will sort of, I will stick to that. He's making the finals with a team that was... I know, but what I'm saying is... 14 from the if West Kawhi, two years ago. I, 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 We're in a weird situation. If Kawhi PG are in, if everyone was healthy, I don't reckon the Suns are the best team in the West. I talk They're about the so Nuggets. They're good though. I know, but if They're the Lakers so didn't make stupid decisions, if the Clippers were healthy, they and did. if the Nuggets were healthy, <laughs> and if the Mavs didn't make stupid uh, stupid decisions, I reckon as good as this whole Suns fairy tale story has been, they're not like one of the best teams we've ever seen. You no, s- you no, no one is. Rewind it literally to last year. Milwaukee's um, not one of the, the best Nets, teams we've ever seen. The Nets, we had one of the best teams we've ever seen. No, and we then, didn't. Uh, we had the best three players combined, probably, we've ever seen. If they, they were healthy, they were winning the championship. Probably. They were the best offense ever, like, by the numbers in their 16 games <laughs> together. And Chris Paul at number eight. That's disrespectful. Anyway, anyway I can't help it. He went know. to the Clippers, turned that franchise around. Went to oh. Houston. Went to game but seven right in the now. Western Conference Finals. But oh, this is right now. Then he went to OKC, who was meant to be last in the league. He was meant to be bought out and not playing at all. I so know. Take, but and they made the playoffs. I know. Then he goes to Phoenix, takes them to the finals. Yeah. There's, but there's always a ceiling to this. Okay. He does nothing wrong. Anyway. My number eight, DeJounte Murray. Oh, shit. Is this because he got killed for, <laughs> for he's underrating been, he's him last time? Re- he's been playing really well. Oh, my um, God. He's been you killing Boston. some serious players missing. Holy Lord. You've already... Okay, go. You must have some serious um, guys missing. Just... I think he's the best defensive... I thought who, this is going to be your lead with before. I think he's the best defensive point guard in the NBA. Mm. Um, Drew... They, they defend differently. Yeah. I'd still put Marcus Smart in that category as well. But... Drew Holiday is obviously a lot stockier and can switch on to bigger guys more. But DeJounte definitely pressures ball handlers more. I thought he's overrated as a defender. He's overrated as a defender in terms of where they put him a few years ago. Nowadays, <laughs> when he made that def- all-defensive first team... Yeah, it was he, second team, actually. Was it? I went and looked at that. Oh, that still pisses me your, off. Your dialogue last time, and you got killed on TikTok about this, Man, was I'm, that I'm now crying. he's overrated because he's doing more on offense... And that's tiring him on defense. And people are still talking about him now as if he was... Are you one of the fans that call out everything? No, but wow. I'm just I'm just checking this, in on this. This is what happens when you make me do lists last minute. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, I've surprisingly watched a lot of Spurs games considering I barely watch anything anymore because this boy works. God, <laughs> I hate it. But fuck me. Those games against Boston, especially this year, he's killed us. He's good. You like, need to take back what you just said last time. Killed us. But, and it, it depends what you're looking for in a defensive point guard as well. Yeah. But, like, good luck setting up your offense. You know, you, you get the ball up in a few seconds and you've got 18 seconds on the shot clock getting your offense. He brings that down to 16 seconds every time. Yeah. He's just hounding you relentlessly. And his offense is fucking great this year. Yeah. Okay. What's he averaging at the moment? 28 and 9. 9 assists as well. Yeah, but the Spurs aren't special. Yeah. Anyway, number seven, reluctantly, Trey Young for me. Fuck. Uh, I, I, How I, have you got him in seven? I really don't. I everyone you should everyone should know by now. I really don't rate this guy, but 
I can't deny it. He's a really... I always say it. I will give you that he's a good passer. He's averaging 28 points and 9 yeah, assists. Yeah, fuck. I don't give a fuck about this shit. I don't give a fuck about a lot of this shit. There's a ceiling to it with him as well. Do you see what he did to your team last year? No. I told you again, it's not him. That wasn't him. What did he average in the playoffs We, killed, we shot ourselves in the foot. I he don't know. He still was averaging like 35 points a game. Oh, not against us. No. 20, 28, 29. Got a bit less even. Anyway. Anyway, I don't love him, but he's seven. He's better than CB3, apparently. Damien Lillard, number seven for me. He's hard to put in here at the <sighs> moment because he's having such a down year. He's been injured. He was shit and then injured, but he's right in the maybe just the beginning of the twilight. But he's right in the middle of his prime. Once he comes back, like next year, he's actually scheduled to come back soon, maybe. Mm. But once he comes back next year, He's better than what this. he was. What he's producing this year, though. Yeah, like I could have. Like what he's doing this year is probably lower than seven. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, we know he can be top four. Yeah. So I just didn't know where to put him, and seven felt like a nice safe number. I don't need to say anymore. It's Damien Lillard. Yeah, that's see. That's why. For, yeah. So obviously the way I'm talking, you can tell I've got him higher. So I've got him at six, right? I've got him at six. Yeah. Damien Lillard at six. The reason. So I don't love Trey Young. And the reason why I've got him at, at higher than Chris Paul, even though Chris Paul is a better, def- way better defender than Damian Lillard, even at this point in his career, and even though Chris Paul does more um, for playmaking and setting up the team and stuff like that and never making mistakes, if I'm taking one of them right now, I'm taking Dame. Really? Are you not? No. Uh, Chris Paul... Comfortably over Dame. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, so I've got Dame at six. I've got CP3 at six. So there's the comfortably <laughs> over Dame. Ah, oh, just above. Yeah. So no, I just think that. Yeah, I've said it. As good as CP3 is, there's a ceiling to it. If Dame was on the Suns right now and he wasn't injured and he wasn't having his crappy injury year, right? Suns aren't better. They might not have a better regular season record, but they'd have a better shot in the playoffs. CP3's teams have done so much better in the playoffs than Lillard's teams have ever done. Yes, because Lillard's team has always been shit and they've been lagging on it and now they know. Do you remember how long ago we got swept by the Pelicans and everyone was giving him shit? He's got these big moments, but overall his playoffs have been pretty average. Damian Lillard had Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges, and DeAndre DeAndre Ayton. (laughs) I hate Jay Crowder. Just hearing his name. If he had those players, he would be. They would. They would be even better. No, they may not be as all cohesive and all this regular season stuff. But in the because you know Ayton's not getting the ball. Who? Ayton's not getting the ball as much. Dame can do pick and roll. Bridges isn't getting the ball as much in catch and shoot threes. Yes. Like, it's the whole... But what what matters it's more the machine. in the playoffs? CP3 gets the cogs turning. What matters more turning. in the playoffs? ISO. Not to that, not to that extent. He does. No, and not, not with Damian Lillard's defense mm. either. Anyway, if the, Suns, if the Suns don't reach what a lot of people are thinking they're going to reach, I want everyone to come... Because I know I'm going to get killed for this. I want everyone to come and apologize to me for it. At this moment, CP3 can't be. So if he takes him to the Western Conference Finals, you reckon he's if he takes him to the finals? If he takes him to the finals, because PG and Kawhi right now we have a capitulated NBA. If he so if he if he goes to the finals and loses, you reckon CP3 is not that good? I reckon he's not as good as above eighth. 
That's my point. He's How many of these people in your top 10 have gone to the finals before? Oh, okay. No, you're not listening. Capitulated NBA. If if PG and Kawhi were in, Suns don't even get past them last year. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It he's does st- matter. <laughs> that doesn't make a player worse, though. But I'm telling you that his ceiling is below the Clippers of last year. They made the finals great. That's because Kawhi went down. You know what I'm sort of saying? But... You're not rating against him against Kawhi. This doesn't change no, CP3's no, no, skill level. So th- so I'm, not rating the sun, so I'm not rating him on the Suns so going the to the finals is, last year. I'm narr- rating him on how good the Suns are currently. Oh, okay. So if you don't want to bring up last year, currently uh, Kawhi and PG aren't playing. Yeah, and the Phoenix Suns have lost, what, 10 games this season? I know. The Milwaukee Bucks won 100 games a couple seasons ago and they got bounced two years in a row by Toronto and Miami. Finishing first, Philly got yeah. done by Atlanta. Finishing first, regular season crap is nothing. CB3, no matter where he goes, is winning basketball and he's done his whole career. I know. But there's a ceiling. Okay, I've got CB3 at six, so we spoke about him enough. <laughs> Number five for me is Kyrie Irving. And he could be he could be higher. There's a couple of players that may be questionable for people here, but he could be higher at his best. But... I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say, really, you know. You know what? <laughs> I left him out on purpose. <laughs> on purpose, That's though. who you left out. That's um, who you left out. Because you don't know what to say. If we're talking this year only, someone that plays half the games. Top 38 points to you yesterday. If someone's playing half the games, they're not <laughs> in the top 10. Oh, come on. They're not in the top 10. <laughs> no. And you know, I forgot to mention that at the top. You know he's actually, they're going to they're gonna lift it for yeah. the playoffs. Supposedly. They're going to lift yeah. it for the playoffs. <laughs> But um, right now, if we're talking this year only, Kyrie does not deserve it over any of those players. We know he's better than them. I should have clarified. Current means now who like who you taking on your team? They're about, you know they're about to lift the shit. Fuck him. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> That's a shit reason. To he, have does, him he, out. he does not deserve it. Anyway, I have those reasons for, and that makes me put him in fire. But you can't leave him out. He could be top three. Um, so Does, that's, he doesn't deserve that's it. That's who you left out and you put in DeJounte. All right, go. Who's your five? This was a weird one for me because he's better than five. Mm. Down here, we'll see what actually happens. He's James Harden. Okay. Who could you possibly have? Oh, no. Don't. You haven't said Trey Young yet. Don't. My eyes are hurting. I this can't season so far, James Harden has not been better than the four players above. That I haven't said. But with that being in mind, I don't I don't think Harden is worse than them. But so far this season he has he just hasn't cared enough. So what do you feel? Okay, so care. Yeah, what do you yeah. feel about these first two games in Philly? Oh he's been incredible. First player in NBA history to score twenty five points, ten assists, it le- you know. Yeah. Um in his first two games on a team. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that one. So one. what yeah. now? Oh, give it like three or four weeks and he's but this is what I said to you before the damn podcast. I said, who's the best? Imagine you have to know what you believe they can get back to. And that goes for Harden, Kyrie, Lillard, all being above CP3. Right now. And these guys genuinely have earned the right to be above him. They are playing better than him he has this season. Yeah, but what about what I just said? But even then, like about believing what he can get back to. He's better than at least... They're playing better than he did last year. Last year, he was an MVP candidate. 
at the end, at the start. James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. And then, and then what happened? <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. James Harden. Well, keep going. Keep going. Because <laughs> you, you these can... guys genuinely have been better than him this season. Yes. And because going into said, the playoffs. He cared. Going into the playoffs. No. I don't know how I feel. But. You don't know because he, he should be higher. As in higher than Trey. For fuck's sake. Keep going. Anyway, my number four is Harden. Your number f- who's your number four? Ja. So your number five was yeah. yeah. Your number five was Harden. Harden. Four's yeah. Ja. Four's Ja. Okay. Did I say Harden? You Did I say that I have Harden? He's your number four. Oh yeah. yeah. So my number. So you're giving me Harden. shit, and I've got him one spot lower. You got so, but he's better than Trey Young. Is my problem. We'll see. He's hundred percent better than Trey Young. So you got Jar at number um, four. <laughs> what? Do you think Jar's not better than Trey Young? Is Trey Young on the list? Because I hope he's not. <laughs> he's on the list. What? No. Ah, oh, I thought we had an understanding. I thought we had a an agreement about Jar. Do you know how good Trey Young is? I know, but he's not better than Jar Morant. He's been playing better than Jar Morant this year. Oh. Definitely. And Jar's got the narrative. The Grizzlies are winning, but... Was that a bad narrative? If Trey was on the Grizzlies, they'd be winning as well. But And I love, and you know I love Jar. I'm not trying to disrespect Jar. He's, what, 23 years old? Yeah. And he's... Yeah. yeah. When you said young, I thought you were talking about Trey, and I was very confused then. <laughs> um, like, look, he's phenomenal. And like... I would love to see MVP in like, you know, two years time sort of thing. Oh, uh, if he ever wins an MVP, Trey like, Young, I'll No, I meant throw Jar. Oh, sorry. I'm like, I'm, I love Jar. But Jar will. I don't think Jar's been better than the three guys I have above. Ah. Ah. Anyway, my number three is Jar Morant. He's better than Trey Young. My God. By uh, uh, four spots. <laughs> um, anyway... Oh, mate, this guy, I don't even love, you know, so I came into the NBA in 2012. Mm. I don't even, I love players that shoot, you know. I think Jar is turning into my first player that I really am going to be in love with. Tell you what I I can't wait for. Mm. When the NBA turns on him, it'll happen. It happens with every superstar. Well, well, like Westbrook, because... No, but just like every young player, everyone loves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's going to happen. Yeah. Because he's going to start beating teams. There will be people, of course. And he's going to piss people off. That's right. And in like... I reckon there's like three more years of this honeymoon... Two more years of this honeymoon phase. Mm. And then he's going to knock someone out of the playoffs and people are going to fucking hate him. (laughs) Like, Like when Embiid started. Yeah. People loved him. We've talked about this before. And then... It's the same with any young superstar. Yeah. Mm. LeBron was the same. He You've got to have, have something about you. Yeah. Though. And it doesn't, there's not an obvious thing about Jar that's like hateable. No, not yet though. Not yet. And that's the thing. So he, he will do something eventually. Mm. And I love watching this happen in the NBA. <laughs> but during like even Kevin Durant, that's a fucking easy pick. Yeah. James Harden, everyone loved. Westbrook, everyone loved it to begin with. He was just crazy, just athletic guy, just never gave up on plays. <coughs> Always went 110%. Yeah. And the tide always turns on superstars. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, for me, Jar Morant is unbelievable at the moment and has so... He's actually been better than my number two, in my opinion, this season. I would rate him higher this season, but we talk, as I said, the way I made this is 
who I believe I know can reach a higher height. And that's my number two. So who's your number three? Trey Young, surely. He can't be higher than three. Do you know how close these were? Oh, my God. Trey Young is number three. Oh, my God. Damn. Um, Go ahead. Talk about how good he is. He's good. He's good. 28 points, 9 assists. He is probably, just off the top of my head, I think he's doing the most on offense this year in terms of like one-man band. Yeah. He has to do everything. And he's still getting his own and his teammates let him down. And that's all it is this year. Yeah. He is doing everything you can possibly ask from a point guard. 28 points a game and nine assists on good efficiency. Westbrook's done that in his <laughs> shit years. Doesn't turn the ball over like Westbrook. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I just I just don't see it with him. I just don't see it ever being meaningful. What are your thoughts on Luca? All right, so Luca's my number two. And do you know why I ask this? If you exclude their rookie seasons, because mm. Luca came in a lot better than Trey did. Yeah. Trey Young's been the statistically the better player since that first yeah, season. Statistically. I knew by, you were by say quite that. a long way. Yeah. Um I think that Luca is uh here we go. Uh uh, five spots ahead of Trey Young. That's what I think. I think that Luka Doncic is the real. No, it's not bias. Not it's not about last season. There's it's your not, bias. It's not about anything. It's about I just don't think he's the real deal. I I don't I don't rate. Trey's doing more than Luka this year. He's scoring more. He's passing more. Numbers. Watch the games, which you know you do. Watch the games. Look at the efficiency. You know Luka. You've got Luka ahead of Trey. Yeah. You've got Luka ahead of Trey. What am I even saying? Luca is the Not real six deal. Spots. Luca is okay. Well, for me, Luca is the real deal. I reckon Trey Young. Let me say this, right? I don't think that Trey Young can be the best player on a championship team. Whereas, and I don't think right now CP3 can either. Is sort of my point. I think he is the best player on Phoenix. CP3. Yeah. Yeah, I would go that, and that's my. That's that's pretty much my point. You, what I was saying before. That's my point. I don't think right now CP3 can be the best player on a championship team. And Trey Young, I don't think can ever be. Luca can be. Harden, Harden iffy in his prime. Not now. Harden definitely was good enough to be the best player mm. on a championship team. Yeah, he They was. were the worst. Playoff stuff is a bit weird. They though. were the worst, probably the worst playoff, actually not the worst playoff game I've ever seen in terms of being refed. That was... Uh, 2002 mm. game six Lakers versus Sacramento, but the game where Houston missed 27 threes, that was the worst ref game I've ever seen in my life. Mm. But they did miss 27 threes. But there was two that counted after the whistles that they called on the floor that were in motion. Yeah, and there were so many things that led to this. Anyway, if that they should have won that game, even if they missed 27 threes in a row and they got called for these fouls and whatnot, they win that game. Yeah, they win a championship. Yeah, so if, there you I, go. I think if you lose in a conference finals, especially in seven, I don't think people can say you're not good enough to be the best player on a championship team because you've already, you've done that essentially. It's so f- the margin for error is so small in that point. It's like one slight little niggle to the Warriors, and Houston won that championship that year. Yeah, yeah. So well, then let's agree. Then Harden can be could so some of these are going to be past yeah. some of these are going to be future Harden could have been the best player on a championship mm-hmm. team I might say that could Kyrie no no 
Okay, well then the cutoffs there after four for me. Jar in the future can be, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Luca right now can be. And then someone else at the top can be. Um, has been. Is, is maybe potentially now. Has been. Um, has he been, though? Yes, definitely has been. Oh, actually, no. Yes, yeah, so he was. Um, yeah, okay. He was all three. That cutoff all underneath. All three he was. That cutoff underneath is very, yeah. Whereas I think Trey Young can be, but it'd be a if very, you don't think very that Kyrie well or Lillard can't be. Trey Young is better offensively than both of them. Okay, but if you think that they can't be Kyrie mm-hmm. and Lillard, and come on, Kyrie at his best, Trey Young is better than Kyrie. <sighs> nah. Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're too, you're too obsessed with the the flashy handles of Kyrie. No, it's not that Kyrie like kills a game for you. Trey Young doesn't. Apart from all the so Westbrook numbers, great numbers are great. What's actually happening in the game? I don't know how you know. I don't have the basketball technicalities all the time, but Trey Young's numbers don't always end up with winning. You know what I'm saying? Since he came to the league, he's got the most thirty and ten games. I know you're going to say that's numbers. That's just what I'm saying. But I, like, I've never getting... felt Trey Young. Knicks don't count. This is what I've I never say, felt Trey Young win a game like. These guys have a bubble. This is what I said at the very start of the season, essentially. Every single year, people do this, where Devin Booker was an empty stats guy. Zach Levine was an empty stats guy. If you're doing it on good efficiency, you're not an em- there's no such thing as an empty stats player if you're shooting the ball efficiently. It doesn't, like, there's no physical way that it makes sense because you're scoring better than the average person does, both points per game and efficiency, and he's an elite passer. How is he negatively affecting his team? Obviously, he can't defend as well as other people He's not negatively, but I just... And I don't know. um, I do believe in the bad stats, uh, good stats, bad team. And I don't know know why it happens, but it does... Why it's a thing is because it does happen. It's a thing when it's a poorly constructed roster and it's like, hey, you've got talent, just do what you want. Mm. Michael Carter-Williams-esque. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> Michael Carter-Williams, perfect example of good stats, bad team, not being a good player. He won Rookie of the Year. He almost had a quadruple-double his first game, yeah. and people were high on him. Mm. And there was the advanced analytics crew that were like, he's not good. Look at everything he's doing. He's not good. He's shooting 32% from three, 36% from the field, or whatever it was. And about a year after that, he was almost out of the league. And it's just sort of bounced from team to team to team. I reckon I'm just going to go out there and say that I reckon there would be some advanced stats on my side with this Trey argument. Trey Young's like rated number two in the league in player efficiency at the moment. Nah, fucking advanced oh. stats love him. Um, Let's make a bet right but now. But what it is, what I'm going to keep, I'm going to a bit longer. If you're on a shit team and you've got the keys to the offense and you can put as many shots up as you want. And you do it and you score 26 points a game, but you're shooting 42% from the field. That's when it's empty stats. If you're still doing it on better than league efficiency, it's not... The people around you is what... There's things outside of the numbers. I hate to say that, but there's things outside of the numbers. Less less pressure, right? That's the main thing, right? That's the main thing. Every team's focused on trying to stop him and him only. I know, but there's still less pressure in terms of like just like the day-to-day, like literally everything. 
In like, the playoffs last year, he showed up when no one on your team did. Like so, <laughs> like so, he the, he got went to New York and was bowing to the crowd and telling him to shush. The Knicks, I said Knicks don't count. Look at that. That is the most precious situation you can go in. Nah. And then he went to Philly, and what did he do in a game seven in Philly? He didn't do much. He wasn't he played a, better than anyone for Philly. No, well, he he still didn't. No, he didn't do what this stuff is. He didn't do. We, I talked about how. And it showed once he got to actually the Bucks, the NBA of like this year, last year, injuries and that stuff like that and blah, blah. We haven't had our huge dominance up the top. You know, KD's, in, uh, the Nets injuries, the Clippers injuries, the, the collapse, the bubble, the collapse of the Warriors in 2019. I know this happens in seasons, but if you actually have Houston Golden State on one side and you have LeBron and the Cavs on the other side. The Suns, these Suns, yep. and these Hawks are not ever going near those three sides. I know that some of the best sides ever, but you know what I'm sort of saying? Well, the Spurs, these were real teams. Go. You were looking up some Trey Young last year. Stars. Yeah, go. Against Philly, he averaged 29 points a game and mm. 11 assists. Yeah. And you reckon he didn't do much? He still, he's not doing much this year in the in the numbers that you bring up. Then in the against the Bucks, where you said he didn't perform well, twenty eight and seven. It's, it's all first good. round against the Knicks, twenty nine and uh, twenty nine and ten. Um, it's not that he's he's going to get his numbers. I'm I'm s- sort of saying that, but he's still not effect. And this is my whole point: he can score a thousand points a game, and I'll still be like, he's not actually making them win. Curry one, let's go home. I can't believe we do this every time. Yeah. I can't believe... I can't believe you believe... I can't believe... You love Luca. You love Jar. I can't believe you put Trey in. not as biased as you. No. You have Trey on at sixth. You had Tatum over and beat. Let's go home. I'm done. Anyway, that was... I'm, I'm, I'm going, can I hand him a two-week resignation? <laughs> <laughs> that was this week's version of uh, us arguing on the Bronx Cheer basketball We're fucking show. married couple, aren't we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mate, this is why I've got you on, because of me and you, we think so... Oh, I fucking hate you. So opposite. Um, Genuinely. Oh, okay. I can't even fucking Just grabbing the microphone. I need to, I need to lean down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gassed. <laughs> um, if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button, that notifications bell. Give us a five-star rating on the audio apps. Any last words? <laughs> no. I've got nothing. Go fuck yourself. That's it. <laughs> Uh, business end of the season coming up for the NBA. Let's wrap it there. All right. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll talk to you next week.